Are you an emotional eater or would you say that you have any type of eating disorder? I would say most of us would say no, but in this episode, you might find out that you're wrong, that some of your health problems or not feeling well are actually tied to emotional eating. Well, the woman who I love and adore uh, in this episode, you're gonna hear from Erin Smith that this was her problem. And wait till you hear her discoveries, so much so that the solution, she gives us 10 things that transformed her life. And you're gonna get those 10. So stay tuned for an amazing episode that you're gonna to wanna to share. Hello everyone, welcome to Cellular Healing TV. I'm Ashley Smith, and today we welcome good friend of the show, That Health Chick, Erin Smith. Erin is an avid health and fitness fanatic who is expert trained in holistic health for over 10 years, and is the founder, host, and producer of What We Crave, the Emotional Eating Summit, which Dr. Pompa recently appeared on as a speaker. We wanted to bring Erin on the show because emotional eating is such an important topic that gets so overlooked, and yet so many people struggle with it and really don't talk about it. With people spending more time indoors than ever and with emotions at an all-time high, this could not be more important to listen to today. So let's get started and welcome the lovely Erin Smith and, of course, Dr. Pompa to the show. Welcome, both of you. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. You so get the lovely, she's the lovely Aaron Smith. Aww. We love you, Aaron Smith. You deserve every bit of that. Oh my gosh. So glad to have you on Cell TV. Uh, I Thank always tell you. you on anytime, anytime, on any subject. <laughs> I know, right? Love you guys so much. Thank you for having yeah. me. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, you, you've been a busy girl, you know, and we, we did, uh, we promoted uh, this summit. Um, I think it's, you know, worth talking about because we didn't do it on Cell TV in the sense that there is such an important message here. I think when people hear, um, well, when people hear a, about a, what we eat or what we crave, food addiction comes up in their mind and they would say, that's not me, right? So, okay, and then emotional eating, some people might say that's not me either, right? But I would argue you need to listen to this whole show because it just might be you. Um, you know, because this is really, this is broad. I mean, in, in this, you know, eating, I don't want eating disorders. See, because I even hesitate saying that because, you know, people would never say I have an eating disorder, right? You know, but what do you crave? All right. You know, because that's a very important question. And that was the question in your summit, you know, but I, I think that it really needs to resonate with people because your cravings your addictions, your emotional eating could play in uh, to something that you haven't thought about. So Aaron, I want you to start with your story because you did this summit for a reason and you interviewed the top experts in the world. And one of the questions we're going to ask her folks is what she learned from it, what she took away, because this is something, this is an area that she owns, you know, because she's been through it. So let's start there. You've been yeah. through it. Tell yeah, us, awesome. how did you get here? How did you acquire all this knowledge that I believe everyone needs? That's why you're here today. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you know, and it, it's interesting. I, you know, working with you and all these amazing experts, you'd think, you know, I'd have it all together with, you know, 10 years of this, right? Learning the protocols and, and the fasting and the biohacking. And it just goes to show you that there's something much deeper that 
like you said, maybe some of us aren't looking at, I know I wasn't. And back then for me, I just didn't have the tools, you know, I didn't have the emotional resilience and, but shoot, I could tell you about nutrition and, and superfood and detox protocols. But when I get stressed, I'd be the first to eat, you know, an entire cauliflower crust pizza and, you know, bulletproof bars and a pint of keto ice cream because it was, well, it was keto and clean and non-GMO and organic. And, you know, honestly, I was, I was using food, um, healthy food, right? I've oh, never yeah. touched no, the very, junk, right? She's disciplined, folks. Very oh, healthy food. So that actually, that breaks my point. I want you to go on. But my yeah. point is, is that many people watching this show, they're already eating healthy, right? And they, oh, I don't have a, a eating problem. I don't have emotional, I don't have food addiction, because I eat healthy. That's what you thought. Right, right. And, you know, I, I just, I was using healthy food food to numb out and I wasn't even aware. Right. And so I got stuck in the cycle for years. And I think too, because I had spent all of my career learning about health, I became so passionate and I didn't take the time to, to learn about the other areas that you need to look at. Because if, you know, if you want real health, you have to look, I think, or real health, you know, you know what I mean? Like where you have like all of these pillars dialed in, like that is real health. It's not just Absolutely. I'm going to eat organic and have a green juice, you know? And, um, I mean, emotional eating kind of sits you down and says, honey, you got some blind spots to work on. Right. So, yeah. so pause, um, and so pausing on this, just quick backstory, this will help make so much sense. So, and first of all, you know, me, Dr. Pompey, like when I go all oh, in on something, yeah. I go yeah, all in, absolutely. like I give, I give your wife merely a run for her money when yeah. it comes to who eats the most. Right. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> my wife has been told she eats like a linebacker. Okay. Yeah. You know? yeah thank God she intermittent fasting. Yeah. Does that in small windows, but yes, yeah. you as well. You as well. Yeah. I mean, and that's why I love her. Right. And, and I also go beast mode on fasting and workouts and being an athlete oh. and I'm kind of just wired like that. And, and not to mention growing up as a kid, I was an athlete and my dad was always trying to bulk me up to gain weight for basketball. So I was always eating. That'll come into play here in a minute. But, you know, just rewinding a little bit back in my twenties, when I first moved down to California, I worked out like a crazy person. Mm -hmm. It was very South beach mm -hmm. diet, zero fat, oh. like two fat grams a day or, you know, working out twice a day, spin, hot yoga, saunas, adrenal failure, you know, working 18 hours a day, totally depleted of minerals and fat. And yeah. I did this huge Deet like colonic detox that I knew nothing about, wasn't working with a practitioner, just whipped up a recipe I found online, completely messed everything up, ended up in the hospital with a grand mal seizure. Yep. That's called doing detox wrong, as you talk about. And uh, I mean, that's, that's called yeah, a beast yeah, mode exactly. seizure, as we like to say. And, but you know, like I honestly, I should have died. It was a miracle. I didn't and it took me six months to recover, but that literally changed my life and started working in holistic health. And from then on, I got into sales. I was so passionate. I had a second chance at life. So I was like, I'm going into sales. I'm going to work in superfood sales or do something. I just want to be part of this, this industry. And then I discovered keto. And then I felt so incredible because I had been so depleted for fat for so long. Um, you know, like to the point where I was so depleted, I'd be on the freeway driving uh, and like 90, you know, 90 miles an hour traffic, I'd have to pull over the side of the road and just sleep. Cause my brain would just shut down. Cause I was so depleted in fat, you know, and keto like brought me back to life when I, I remember that first sip of bulletproof coffee. And I was like, yeah. 
this is glorious. And, and of course, then I got obsessed with keto and I went beast mode with keto. I remember. Yeah, right. I mean, I'd bring you bulletproof coffees every morning at conferences. Like, Hey, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. just, you know, like enjoy, you know, and fast forwarding, you know, at the peak of my, of my sales career is, was at the peak of my emotional eating. And even though I was in the nutraceutical sales, holistic health space, right. And that's where things started to fall apart. So for me working, starting to work from home, going from outside sales rep, working with doctors out in the field to inside sales rep, sitting all day behind my computer, not moving, not connecting with other humans, high stress, sales goals that were completely unattainable, fear of getting fired all the time, like the most stressful goals I've ever had. And you know me, I can handle stress. Like I'm an athlete, right? I can handle this. But this was like phone rings. It's my boss, constant visceral reaction, fight or flight, just freak, like just your whole body just completely freaks out. And I just found myself grabbing for the food and, and, but it was, again, it was healthy food, but I was just like snack all day, coffee, like bulletproof coffee, like all just whatever it was, as long as it was healthy, I was just a bottomless pit. Plus I, I, I have to ask a quick question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, if I would have asked you, or if I would have said to you at that point, Aaron, I think you have an emotional eating problem. How would you have responded to me? I've been like, no, I'm not. I just, I just, I just like to eat. And I am, you know, like, I think I would have just been like, I'm just, I'm burning through. I work out so much that I just need to eat more. Yeah. Okay. Right. I think that would have been your answer. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Go on. Yeah. Cause this was when I was 28. Now this is 10 years later. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, and then not to mention, I would have to fly across the country once a week to the East coast. So you wake up at 6 a.m. Pacific time, or sorry, you wake up, if you're over in Florida, you're waking up at 6 a.m. Pacific time, you're waking up at 3 a.m. or yeah, 6 p.m. 6 a.m. Eastern is 3 a.m. Pacific. Your sleep is trashed, right? Mm-hmm. Like hunger hormones whacked, um, needing to eat more because you're starving in your bottomless pit, and then you eat more, and then your blood sugar spikes, and then you eat all the snacks because you can, and it's keto. But then you're also working from your desk sitting for 16 to 20 hours a day, not moving, and you're too tired to go work out. So you eat more and then you fly home and you have to do it all over again the next week. And I did that for six months straight. And that's where I remember you noticed when I was, that was at my worst, I had gained like 25 pounds and that was including multiple fasts because I knew how to fast. So I would like shame fast it off. Like Uh I gained all this weight. Oh shoot. Yeah. And then, you know, 14 day bone broth fast just to get the weight off. And then I go into keto and feel amazing. I'm like, well, I got to stay in keto. So now I've got to like eat all the keto. And then I gained the weight back and I was stuck in this cycle and you saw me, I was swolly uh, or swollen and puffy and inflamed. And you know, I I have to admit too, you know, I I feel a little guilty because I didn't, I, you know, I saw that and I, I knew that it was unhealthy. I knew that you're running an unhealthy course. I saw the ups and the downs and the, right. you know, it's like, but I, I love, I love you, you know, and I never would, I never wanted to hurt your feelings. I never wanted to approach you and say, there's an issue here, you know, <laughs> it's like, and the reason that you don't look the way you want to look is because of this issue. And I, and I never had the guts to approach you on that. I, I, you know, I feel like I yeah. should say, I'm sorry, you know, it's like, but it's like, you know, I, I just never wanted to, 
I never wanted to hurt you. I, you know, yeah. I, I don't even know what the lesson is here. I, you know, that like, do you approach somebody? Because I don't think you would have heard it anyway. Maybe no. I'm, I'm going to make it. I, I, I was know. not going to hear it. Yeah. I, that, and you know what? I'm so grateful you didn't say anything because it brought me to where I am now. I put on the summit. It was very pain to purpose. Like I put on my own summit to figure it out, to help other people with this. Oh my God. And because, I, you know what? And I, it's such right. an amazing summit. We're going to make, we'll make sure the link will be here, folks. You've got, I'm telling you, if you even feel like this is an issue for you, there's an answer in the summit. And we're going to talk about that in a minute, but go ahead, finish the Yeah. Story. Yeah. And man, you should see the people that reached out to me. They were in the same space, the health space. They were like, oh my God, that's me. You know? And I was like, yeah. I helped one person. I'm stoked. Like, because yeah. I was just in so much joy and yeah. purpose to help bring this. It was all worth it. And so um, you know, I was going to show you, I even have a picture. I even took a picture of like one of the worst, you know, when I was, I, I looked six it. months I, pregnant, I I'll pull it up on my phone. But I mean, no one worked out more. No one ate better. And yeah, she was bloated out to her point. Right. It's yeah. like, it was this problem that she's talking about. And uh, I you, think you, I have to have you tell the story after you show this, right? Yeah. Uh, the yogurt story, right? I mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, this addicted girl, like could have bought stock in this yogurt and, and she, it, that, by the way, that addiction created another problem, but I'll let you tell the story. Okay, let me yes. see the picture. Yes, um, I just had it. And of course, like my phone is, oh, there we go. All right, so this is, I don't know how many years ago, but look, does Erin look pregnant there? Oh. Yes, she does. <laughs> nope, that's just yes. Yes. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. That that's it's you, like that all the time. And I was just saying, oh, it's just because I had, you know, some erythritol and I'll just, I'm just, you know, it's fine. It'll go down. Yeah. And, and granted, erythritol was part of the problem, which we'll get to, but um, it's just funny because the, the most ironic thing was I was the most educated I had ever been about health. And somehow I was the most exhausted, not really happy, adrenal fatigue, like, you, you know, numbing out, not to mention impulse shopping and retail therapy. That's another conversation, right? Because it was just, it was just like, well, it's healthy. So it made me okay. It was like, it was okay. You can just yeah. do it, you know? And I just, I didn't care. I had yeah. like the efforts for like six yeah. months where it was like, I just didn't care. And I was, I just came, became so fascinated because I'm like, I'm still doing this and I know better. Right. And I repeated it. And so here we are with the summit. You know, yeah. I, I think so many of my viewers really can relate to that because so many of my viewers are healthy. They do healthy things, but yet they're still searching and looking for that thing to get where they want to be and they're going through this right and that's why I, I think this is such an important show yeah so, oh yeah good. and what and one more thing which is so interesting is when I when I just said you know what I'm gonna get to the bottom of this and figure this out because if I can just figure out why it's happening not just what to do when it happens like fast but like why is this happening I can get to the bottom of this and actually change my brain and so yeah. I started filming these interviews right before COVID and then COVID lockdown hits, enter the worst emotional eating epidemic of all time. And my summit launches. I was like, well, if this isn't divinely timed, I don't know what is right. So yeah, absolutely. here we are. All right. Yeah. So yogurt story. <laughs> oh, the yogurt story. Don't let you forget. Oh gosh. So, you know, this, um, being in California, they have like the healthiest, healthiest, healthiest stuff everywhere. And when I was fasting and in keto, you know, like there's people who can do dairy, like the straight from the farm dairy, right. Where it's, um, I'm, I'm one of them. I'm great with it. No you, yeah. Yeah. And before I had cut out dairy a long time ago, well, I was like, well, I'm keto now, so I can add it back in. 
And these like literally jars of full fat dairy like this, you know, amazing by the way, <laughs> full of these amazing. Yeah. Like, like probiotic, like just filled with this. It's fermented. It's amazing. You feel amazing. Like all the, the, all the um, good chemicals that it's, you know, are made in your gut, go up to your yeah. brain. You just feel alive. So of course I got hooked on that. So I would do sometimes three of those a day. Do you know how much full fat dairy that is for someone that is not supposed to have dairy? <laughs> And it just goes to show you that sometimes certain things are not well, just because it, it works. For, yeah. And I would argue that what, you know, what, one of the benefits of that product was it was like a fully fermented product, really fermented. I mean, if you let these things sit, the darn tops would blow off. I mean, yeah. you know, they, where they would pour out, that's how fermented it was. You know, you, you had SIBO unknowingly, you know, it's like, and you were putting all of this probiotic into a SIBO situation, which is an absolute disaster for disaster. people, right? So again, a little bit of it, okay, maybe you did okay, but you were putting this in, 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 in these bacteria were building up in your small intestine. And, oh, yeah. and, and that was even a bigger problem than just the dairy itself, honestly. Yeah. I, I've watched that happen to other people with fermented foods. And this one right. was a powerhouse and it built up in your small intestine. And right. Bam. Right. But I was like, but it's good for me. So yeah, I can keep eating I it. Know, I right. Know. When I'm like, I am literally, I remember taking that yogurt and eating it because it was the only thing that made me feel good amongst all the stress. So it was like, you know, yeah, I didn't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we, we, we actually, then we crave the things that are actually oftentimes creating a problem oddly, right? We, we crave foods that we're literally have become intolerant to, right? It, it's the weirdest thing. It's like, and then you just want more of that, right? And yes. whether it's the xylitol, erythritol sweeteners or whatever it is, it's like we start doing that. We're realizing that the addiction is part of this craving. It's odd. Oh yeah. I could, I literally, I remember telling you like, I am addicted to this yogurt. I was like, is it possible to be addicted to yogurt? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah. So I have, you know, 35 interviews later, a, a summit with, you know, these top takeaways I had, there's like 50, but yeah. you know, I, I asked you to narrow it down to 10. Yeah. I said, Let's bring my viewers 10 of what you learned that yeah. changed your life. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, here you are a totally different place that, you know, the best Aaron I, I know. And these 10 things narrowed it down. Let's start. Let's give yeah. a little bit to each of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, man, I'm going to keep this as, as quick as I can. There's so much to this. So it's really just the tip of the iceberg, but one of the most, th the things that hit me the hardest, I, oh man, I interviewed um, Trisha Nelson. She said, you don't have an eating problem. You have a living problem. And that was probably one of the most powerful quotes that hit me that I was like, oh man, because as one of the characteristics of someone that emotionally eats or stress eats is that we have a lack of boundaries and that we're people pleasers. And with myself, with family, with friends, with work, you name it, that was me. And I couldn't stand up to my boss. I couldn't say no to other people. I'm like, oh, I'll work till 2 a.m. on that project. Sure, no problem. Because, you know, I don't have a husband or kids or, you know, so I can do it. And, you know, I would sacrifice my health just to get this approval, right? This validation that I was seeking and it drove me into the ground. And, you know, just, I was, I was choosing all of it and I was really unaware of the way I was running my life. And so yeah. I had to do some, I had to take some inventory and look at like, what am I doing and what can I change? And depending on, you know, everyone's different, but we all know that one thing that we're like, I can change that there. I can adjust that here. Like I can say no to this. 
it just takes some time and some self-reflection and some work. And that's, this is all internal work stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that was one. I mean, there was times where I'd, I'd be like, I don't have the budget for that snowboard trip, but I'm going anyways. And it was like the same area in my life where I was overeating and like saying F it to, you know, and just eating all the food. I would say that with my budget, with finances, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. it's like, it definitely- you had a life problem, like you said, you know, right. beyond, beyond that. So it wasn't like, okay, I have to control this. When you, you had a realization, this was extending into your entire life on everything. Right. And that brought it to another level of consciousness, a level, another level of, you know, because I know you, Aaron, you desire to help people, you desire to be successful in every aspect. You realize, oh my gosh, I'm going to help nobody and I'm not going to be successful. You know, this is ruining my existence. So, all right. So that was part yeah. of it. Another yeah. one. Another one is the gut, which you talk about a lot. It, the gut is the center of the universe for health. And if our guts aren't working, which mine clearly was not, mm -hmm. you know, enter brain fog, depression, anxiety, exhaustion, emotional eating, stuckness, all the things. And, um, you know, for me, I was like, oh, my gut's fine. You know, no, clearly there was a problem, mm -hmm. you know. So I interviewed yep. Dr. Zach Bush, who we talk about, you talk about all the time. Um, about how delicate our lining is, um, where all of those feel-good chemicals are made. And when that lining falls apart, which it's only half, half of a, like take a hair and chop it in half and that's how thin our lining is. I mean, when that thing falls apart, it's like everything collapses around it from physical, yeah. emotional, like everything, you yeah. know? And we talked about glyphosate, toxins, sugar, alcohol, processed food, anything including even like healthy stuff can yeah. you know it it can tear those the lining like the including odor. stress like the odor when yeah. those good bacteria yeah. got overbuilt in your small intestine oh you're bloating SIBO is small intestinal bacteria overgrowth and in that case it was a healthy bacteria but look at the symptoms it could cause right right and so you know if our gut is is supposed to make these feel-good chemicals our serotonin um dopamine all these things and we're not making it in our lining because it's just destroyed of course we're going to reach for the food because we're gonna we want that dopamine hit from the food because our guts are not making what they're supposed to making to get us to feel good yeah. and um so yeah that was major 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 we have to fix the gut or else we're going to be stuck in this crappy state of mm -hmm. emotional just stuckness and um you know like i you talk about the power of ion biome which was formerly restore as a supplement that's a game changer for those the leaks and the tears and getting the gut yeah. to like turn on and function again i use mm -hmm. it in every program for because you're right the leaks and the tears that's what it does you know i want people to hear this too some people go oh, i don't have a gut issue i've seen this a lot um and it's like well they just don't have like problems digesting things and so they think they don't have a gut problem but a lot of that microbiome is how your brain works. And that's to your point is this can be off as the symptom, not the digestive problem after you eat. I can eat anything. I'm fine. And meanwhile, the microbiome is off and it affects this brain. And that can be part of this addiction and emotional eating. So, okay. Yeah. Third one. Yeah. And I was going to say, I think everyone that, you know, we're exposed to glyphosate every day. No one's escaping it. It's got to be, you have to put up that armor every day if you want to even you know, be out in the world, like it's mandatory now. Um, so yeah. So, and then speaking of toxins, I interviewed you, of course, um, and you shared your story of your, the toxic overload and how toxins are connected to emotional eating, weight gain, weight loss resistance. And if we're not looking at those, like you always talk about that, it's, 
mm-hmm. it, you know, it's a center point of so many problems. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, like you feel like crap from the toxins, you're going to need a dopamine hit. You're going to reach for that food. You're always going to be stuck in that cycle, which you talked yep. a lot about that you went through it too. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And so, of course, I'm sure you probably don't need to speak to that because it's always, you're always talking about it. Um, yeah, no, I mean, exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, it was, yeah. you know, I, I was encouraging you to continue brain phases because it's the uh-huh. deep-rooted toxins in the brain that oftentimes lead to the problems because your pituitary hypothalamus controls your whole hormonal system, your endocrine system. And that's why people end up with cravings. That's why people have, you know, leptin resistance and you know, so the, that can lead to the physiological craving of food as well. So anyways, okay. Yeah. yeah keep going. That's, that's why we got to get to the cell to get well, right? All right. And then the next one is um, inherited trauma. This is another big one. I interviewed Bobby Vogel with Etheric Medicine talking about how when we experience trauma, whether that's physical, mental, emotional, that energy gets stuck. Man, if we don't release that, that can just lead to stress and anxiety and depression and stuckness that and again we're reaching for the food because we've got this trauma that we we don't even realize we have and that actually can carry over from past generations through dna which i know you talk a lot about um so i actually took a hard look at my parents and their parents and just sort of the generational trauma that they experienced and there was so much not feeling safe abandonment scarcity my like Oh my gosh, how like you have to earn your love, you have to earn everything, you can't just receive anything, lack of self-love, lack of worthiness. My mom felt that her entire life when and when she was pregnant with me. So no wonder my subconscious needed some work in those areas with those trapped emotions. Well, I mean, right? I'm gonna ask the question what you, yeah. what you actually did about it. But you know, what I have found, you know, and by the way, trapped emotions and traumas, it's no different than a toxin gets trapped in the cell this does as well. It literally is in you like a toxin. Sometimes just the conscious thought of the awareness of, oh my gosh, I have this, is enough to actually let the body let go of it. But what else uh, did you do now that you realize, oh my gosh, I have all these uh, trapped traumas? Yeah, Yeah, the awareness for sure. Um, Releasing it, there's several different techniques. one is through breath work and um, kind of like how Hank, the, your, your doctor that um, yeah, one of your yeah, Dr. Doctors. Hank helped, did a lot of this with you too, which uh, yeah. love Dr. Hank. Oh my gosh. So much work where you're actually thinking of the emotion and pulling it out through the, the breath, through um, targeting those um, and, and organs. By that the way, um, Ashley, yeah. we'll make sure we put Dr. Hank's information here. He, he has a practice in Laguna beach. He does this work, emotional work. So we'll give Hank kudos and let's, let's, send some people to him, but go ahead. Yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, he's amazing. I remember I would just walk in and he would just go bing, bing, bing. And it would just ball like Mm -hmm. tears. And I am like, I had dad issues that I didn't even know about, right. That are just in there that we just are not aware of. Um, and so when I interviewed, you know, Bobby, she had talked about just being aware of it and understanding that there is purpose in all of this and that you can go from victim mindset to growth mindset and help help your story can help so many other people yeah. it completely changes the way you see your life you, you and you have to more look empowered. back once you realize that this could be a problem look back at those and then you have to change the way you think about it right, right. so you have to change the perception you know your perception becomes your reality so you realize oh my gosh i needed that to right. become who i am today but part of that has to be you have to start speaking about it to people that way you have to talk about, oh, let me tell you why I had abandonment. 
and then you have to speak. But let me tell you why I needed that, right? So speaking, the thoughts are one thing. You have to change the way you think about it. But then it's more magical even the way you speak about it to other people, which takes you. It's like the detox. It's almost like you have to let it out. And then, then you start reprogramming your subconscious the more you speak at it differently, how important that was. I had to do that with my dyslexia. You know, I thought it made me a dumbass because I couldn't read, you know, until sixth, seventh grade. And I had traumas to that, not knowingly they were stored in me. It wasn't until I started realizing, oh my gosh, this made me be able to do this. You know, right. I can do this because of this. So that made me great. You have to speak that though. Right. And I will tell you, doing these interviews on the summit and doing these types of yeah, things, you listen to the summit over and over again. You rewire your brain just yeah. from listening, right? Yeah. So it's oh, like yeah. the power of speaking, listening. Oh. It's amazing. Um, next one, oh, that sounds like basic, but it's, it is oh. everything. And I, I'm not talking about like just sleeping. I'm talking about the deep, restful REM sleep we're supposed to be getting, yeah. even if it's four hours. If you're a mom that only gets four hours a night, it's four hours of deep, restful sleep. Yeah. And man, cause when I didn't sleep, I was an emotional eating basket case, bottomless pit. And, um, uh, for me, that was everything. And so when I was able to just figure out how to get good sleep, which I interviewed Barton Scott, he's got an amazing magnesium supplement that I got I had the best sleep of my life. Um, it's from upgraded formulas and literally the like eight hours of by the way we interviewed him here as well Uh, y'all can go watch that episode um on how to test for that but he puts together some great products i use that magnesium as well yeah and you know how picky we are right we're picky like i won't recommend anything unless i am sold for life and i am i have huge expectations so when i'm at barton i was like okay let's try this let's see and i was like oh my gosh i was sleeping so well there were some days i didn't even need coffee which is like, you know, you're getting sleep when you feel rested like that. Um, and just how it is, you know, sleep is the one thing that can either destroy everything or change everything. And it's the one, you know, it's the one most powerful hack, um, from your mood to cortisol, ability to burn fat, store fat, hormones, hunger levels, recovery, oh. detox, repair. You know, if, if you're not getting sleep, you, every, anything you're doing, it's, it's not gonna, your body can't put the pieces together, right? You gotta awesome. get that sleep. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And let's see, let me go through my list here. You know, you'll have to get the summit because in it, all these sleep things that you did to increase your deep sleep, they're in there. Obviously we don't have time on this show, but that's why you need the summit. And again, summit link, we're going to put right here so you can get the summit. Amazing. So go ahead. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, just going back to, to the eating habits and the snacking, that is, um, I remember when I was sleep deprived, I would rage whole foods and just be like, throw it all in my cart. And I would yeah. annihilate it. I remember you know like what a I seminar. I'd see a seminar and you came with bags of food. I mean, no, you were like, you always were prepared. Always. Like, I mean, you know, like I would be like, I wouldn't even think about it. Right. I'd be like, you know, okay. So we have the seminar and you'd be like, Oh, I have this and I have this. I'm like, Oh wow. You know, it's like, it's not even in my conscious, right? It's like, but you were like, literally, and I, I was blessed because you'd be like, give me things. It'd be like, oh, cool, right? You'd have the drinks, you'd have this. Oh you'd my gosh, that. I would have everything. And it was my love language for sure. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. but you're like, geez, Aaron, like I was always thinking about my next meal. Oh, yeah. I was always like, what do I get to yeah. eat next? 
what is happening, right? And that's the thing is those damn snacky foods, even if it's healthy, that is part of the problem. Cause I, I was never satisfied on those snacky foods, no matter if it's a bulletproof bar with, you know, whatever. Like I just, I was always like, this is my body. Your body is wired for whole food and anything else you will never be satisfied. So you, you want to change the game, just focus on whole foods. Yeah. When someone told me that, I was like, I think it was Meredith. I was like, eh, no, that's too easy. Like, mm-mm. and then I, I was like, oh my God, it is so true. You are is, so yeah. Yeah. nourished with whole foods. It's yeah. such an easy yeah. hack, but it's like, why do we not do it? Right? Yeah. yeah, because everybody wants their addiction. So when people come from the addiction of the typical snacks, they find the healthy addictions. And what does it do to us, right, as human? human goes, they feel a little better about it, right? And this just happened, right? So um, our CEO, Roy, who we know, right? Roy was sitting back on the airplane and we were on the same flight heading, heading to a funeral together. And this huge man sat next to him and they had the whole bag of food and all they did was eat him and his wife the whole flight, okay? The whole flight. And at the end, okay, then of course, when the woman came up to ask, would you like something to drink? guess what he said? Diet Coke. See, because that makes him feel a little bit better, right? The low fat label makes us feel a little bit better. Keto label, right? Keto, it's just a label, but it makes you feel better about your choice. And by the way, at the end of that flight, they had to have someone come on the plane and get him out of the chair. This happens every time they had this special wheelchair. He was eating himself into that you know, obesity, sad, right? I mean, talk about addicted. But the point I'm making though is the diet Coke, the keto label, those snacks, right? We find them in all the health. We'll pay more for them because we feel better when we eat them, but it's still snacks. It's still raising blood glucose and insulin. And it's still addiction of sweet somehow. Right. And you know, I noticed, man, when I was wanting those things, it was because of other things. Like I was stressed out. I wanted to just, yep. I deserve this, you know? Yep. And yes, yep. like we all deserve to live, live a little, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm all about like, yeah, no, if yeah. I'm with you in New York and we're, you know, like and Jerry and we're going out to dinner, like I'm going to enjoy yep. myself, but it's like when it's all the time, right. Yeah, Where no, you're like, absolutely. Big right. Yep. Um, okay. So next one is all things and again, this seems so what easy. Number right? are we but on? I don't even know. We're on number seven, so we got oh. a few more. <laughs> and seven, there's a there's a few in this one, but it's all things primal in Mother Nature. Like we have to get outside in nature. We've got to ground. We've got to get movement, fresh air, sunshine, human connection, uh, lo- love, hugs, and laughter. Like we ha- all the things that are free, basically. And, and um, by the way, that seems basic, but look, yeah. even me. I go, I just get caught up in my day. Right. I get caught up. And then I realize, oh my gosh, I just, I, my physical body yearns to be outside. It really does. And yeah. I always go, gosh, I feel so much better. You know, but I, 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 I fall victim of just getting sucked in and not right. doing it. Right. I know. Right. And, um, but Hey, you got, you have awareness around that, which is good because for me, you know, back then I, you know, it was sitting in a home with recycled air, you know, disconnected from the earth, my feet not touching the ground, behind my phone, behind my computer, no eye contact or love or connection with other humans. And you wonder why we're grabbing for food because we are craving to feel. And when we get out into nature, it's our soul is like, thank you. This is what I'm built from. And, you know, we have to be, we have, we just have to have it. And 
we have to be around people. We have to have the connection and the hugs. And because when I didn't have all of those things, my eating habits were the worst. And man, you look at COVID lockdowns, like what is that doing to us? You look at the suicide rate because it is stripped everything you know, from us, as far as all those basic elements that we need, granted, I'm still going out and every day I'm out there now. Um, but you look at someone that may not be aware of how important that is. And you look at what's happening to people. They're literally just falling apart and in more ways than one. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you think about, right, like the happiest times when you're on vacation is when you have all those elements, the nature, sunshine, fresh air, people love, you know, all those things. Right. But it's like, why do we wait till vacation to like do this? Like, why can't I incorporate this every day? You know, it's just, we all have the same 24 hours. You know, we, we, we have to just, it's just priority. Right. And for me, I know when I, when I catch myself, I'm like, I haven't moved today. I haven't been outside. Like you, we get caught up in like, I got this, this, and this going on and we lose ourselves and it's like, Oh, but we can get it back on track. Just literally get out there and get the fresh air, get the sunshine. Cause you know, when you're at the beach, like your appetite goes away, right? Because yeah. you've got the sunshine on your skin. You've got, your vibes are high. You're near nature, you're near the waves. Like, and all of a sudden I'm not really thinking about food, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, okay. Next one is, and this one, uh, Andrea and Mindy, um, we talk about this is we're going too damn fast and we're not breathing. We're not present and we are completely disconnected from our bodies. And we call that rushing women's syndrome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. um, Women are more guilty of it than men. I guess that's why you all referred to to that. Right, right, right. I know. Right. Um, And, and this was so me, right. And so there's two pieces to this. So going too fast starts with the fact that we are not slowing down to breathe. And that was me. I remember back in my, you know, sales days when I was this young hustler, um, I would kill like the day, crush it. But I would, my practitioners were like, girl, you're not breathing. Like I'd walk in, rush around, talk to them, da, 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 do the thing da, da, and just do a million things. And they're like, oh, slow down. What are you doing? Like, I'm like, what do you mean? I'm breathing. And they're like, girl, you are not breathing. And it took me 10 years to realize that I was not breathing. And that put me into adrenal fatigue because I was in fight or flight. Sympathetic, yeah. It puts you in a sympathetic dominant state and then that wastes the adrenals out. It's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it, I, if I would have just slowed down and took some breaths and just Marilyn needs to hear that. She's got, (laughs) she's got that syndrome. Trust me. She does. Russian syndrome. Oh yeah. And, and no wonder your brain's going to reach for food because it's got to soothe this crazy, crazy chaotic state right? And just to get us to calm down and relax. And breath work is the foundation. Um, Besides sleep, I feel like breath work, man, like that's the first thing that goes for me. When I get stressed out, my breath goes. And so if we can, I interviewed Josh. You talk about the how-to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I interviewed Josh on the how-to, Josh Trent with Wellness Force, Mm -hmm. who's amazing. And man, as much as breath work is the simplest thing to do is one of my biggest hurdles. And Mm -hmm that's, I'll get to the next one on that. Um, but man, just having a morning routine and adding that in or having just taking time to slow down. Um, I interviewed Josephina Bash out. She's like, women are outside of their bodies. And somehow we 
we get a badge of honor when we do 10 million things in a day and we kill ourselves. Like, what is that all about? Right. We're not breathing. We're not prioritizing our joy. We're not prioritizing the way we feel. Um, what is that all about? Yeah. Where do we learn this? Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it's a modern problem. It really is. And you're right. We get badges for, you know, being that person and, and it's so detrimental to our health. You know? Yeah. And you know, she's like, Hey, I'm all about getting things done and like going after your goals. But when we're too much in the do, 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 you know, and be in the receiving mode, um, when we're hustling too much, our vibrations are, I, uh, like I am stressed out all the time. What we're putting out into the world is just constant stress. Yeah. So all we're going to attract is more stress versus yeah. if we can change our energy, slow down and focus on our breath and just get into our bodies, which again, I'm not in like moms, uh, most respect for moms ever, but there's gotta be even five minutes in the day where we can just go mm -hmm. inward and get, put ourselves together and just slow down. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Um, and again, you, you slow down, you're way less likely to reach for the food. Um, way, you know, for me, I remember I went to Bali with Meredith right before COVID and we were, life was so awesome. And we were like, I wasn't, I was just eating and it was like, no, I'm not even hungry. Yeah. I, I'd had these beautiful organic meals, vegan, like amazingness. And I'm like, something has changed here. And there's no, maybe there's low EMFs here. But like, I'm like, I am, I'm breathing, I'm slowing down and I'm not reaching for the food. Like, this is amazing. So it was a great testimony to, we have to work at it every day to weave that into our life. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one, um, which is toxic perfectionism and worthiness. So this one um, really hit home for me. Plays off the last one. I mean, in some sense. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I know. Um, and I interviewed Angela Bell on this one. And she said, if you are a toxic perfectionist, you are always trying to improve your worth and you will always do everything you can outside of yourself to improve it. Like, like the badge of honor, right? Like always doing more. And that was me. You know, I would stay up, wake up at 6am and work till midnight. Um, just to get that, my star for the day that I did this, I got validation um, and I was searching for love outside myself versus inside myself. And so the interview with Angela was amazing because she goes into just our wiring from childhood, right? Which is something that we didn't grow up learning, right? So for me at a young age, um, I had to earn love. There's, that was the way I interpreted it. And so that's why you become a perfectionist is because to be perfect, that equals earning love. And I watched my mom sacrifice her whole life, um, put everything else, you know, for her kids and she took the crumbs and with my dad, it was, well, you need to live your life this way. And if you don't, I'll withhold love. So it was like this perfect recipe of perfectionism and lack of worthiness and emotional eating to feel, just to feel the love that I craved. And granted, like my parents were awesome. Like I had no issues. It was just their parenting style. They didn't know any different and how it was making me feel. Right. And so they just didn't have the tools so we can have grace around our parents. Right. Instead of blaming and being the victim. Um, but to just go, you know, they didn't know. And now I know, and I can make a change. And so the way that we can change this is really interesting. This really hit me hard was that we have to understand that our worth never changes and it's set from the moment that we're born Absolutely. and we can't, 
we can't, right? And I was like, yes, we, yes, you can. You can, you can improve your work. You know, that's what I was thinking when I heard this. I was like, you can do, no. Yeah, because God creates us with that work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And that, that is the thing is we are born with it. We don't have to do anything to earn it. It is, it is ours. And we have to see ourselves like the person that I love the most are my nephews. Like I, I, they don't have to do anything to earn my love. I love them. Like they're my own kids mm-hmm. and, and we have to learn to see ourselves and love ourselves. Like we love that person that means the most to us. And I was like, Oh dang, I'm definitely not doing that. You know? Mm-hmm. And just when, when, when our set point of worth is planted firmly and we begin to show up differently in our lives, our, our, our decisions are, you know, change it for the better, right? We show up differently. We start attracting more things into our life that are better because yeah. we finally like have changed that yeah. inside of us. Yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely. Well, I, I have to ask this. Yeah. Uh, this is what you asked every one of the people you interviewed. All right. So I'm going to flip it around on you and ask you. Let's do All it. Right. So at the end of the day, we crave what we crave, right? But what do you think we're actually really craving? Uh, I did. Thank you for asking that because, man, I, I, it took me, it took me a while to get here. And after doing all of these interviews, and I asked everyone on the interview that same question, they all had different answers, and I was like, "Gosh, you know, the common thread in all of this is that we're craving to feel alive." we are craving to feel alive. And so that could mean our physical bodies, our physical health, our connection to ourselves and each other, to love, to movement, to our, you know, to how we feel vibrationally in, in our purpose or in peace and connection to faith. If, if you think about all the common threads, right? When you are most alive, do you ever crave food, right? Like, Think about a wedding, right? Where you're dancing your butt off and you're just so happy or you're at Disneyland on a ride with your family or you're like watching a football game. You're at the Super Bowl or you're snuggling with your favorite person or you're in gratitude being in nature or you're traveling and you're like just like in awe of the magnificent beauty that nature is. Um, All of these things that make us feel alive, including our health. When our health is we get rid of those toxins when we fix our gut and we start putting in those good foods, like our whole vibration changes. We feel alive. Right. And yeah. so I think that's what we're craving and yeah. the you, key. You, yeah. Good. Good. No, I was no, just going to no, say, I think that's the key is to do all the yeah. things that make you feel alive and fill that cup every day, because that's how we make peace from the inside out. And that's how we can make peace yeah. with food. Because when you have all those things dialed in, you're like, I don't really think about food. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. You know, just hearing you speak that, you know, I was just trying to boil it down to like one thing. And you know, you know what I heard you say? Happy. Yeah. You know, I crave to be happy. And I think that's all of us, right? But you, to bring this full circle, something you actually said at the very beginning um, was that it, it, there's pillars to this, meaning it's not just like health is not just this, right? You were good at this but it's this, 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 and it's this balance. So to be happy, it's this balance, right? It's like, because that's ultimately what you just said is we just, I just want to be happy. But how are you happy when you're, you know, addicted to food? 
you know, emotionally eating, you're not happy, you know, you're striving at that point, right? I mean, all those 10 things, you know, really, are, you realize, ah, this is helping me create that balance to ultimately crave happiness. We crave happiness. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, you nailed it. I mean, yeah. it's such a, isn't it such a beautiful, fascinating thing that this is like, all of these things, what it comes down to is this. And yet, you know, we have these struggles and like how beautiful it is that we can bring mm -hmm. this to people and be like, Hey, this is like, here you go. You know, I mean, it took me 10 years to figure this out, you yeah. know, and it's such a simple thing, but it's, mm. it's just the awareness and understanding in the fridge. It is something else that you were craving deeply and Figure you know, out and I, I think when we look at happiness, we can be fooled because those yogurts made you happy, man. I watched those make you happy. You know what I'm saying? But it was an addiction. It wasn't a lasting happiness, right? right. You know, it's ultimately, it's the balance of all of this and, you know, it's bringing you happiness. And I think that, you know, there's little red flags along the way that realize that temporary happiness, not lasting. Yes. And I think we have to look at our lives and say temporary might be part of the problem you know, lasting, this is lasting, this is good. I think we literally have to, you know, check off the boxes, you know, but um, I think the summit, just like it changed you, will get people, we can't even check off the box. So get the summit. Um, honestly, it, it's, it was just obviously a, a blessing to be a part of it, but it blessed so many. So, and thank you for being here. Um, and in doing this and, you know, getting it out to people. So thank you, Aaron Smith. We love you. Thank you guys. So thank you for I a little guilt about that. I'm like, <laughs> You're the best. Yeah, thank you. That's, that's I, I, why I, I love I you. I had a little guilt about that. I was like, no. gosh, you know, I saw that, you know, okay, well, thank you for thanking me. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you guys. And yeah, it's, it starts October 20th and it's free and yeah, just the links in the notes and yeah, what we crave. It's I'm excited for you guys to watch it. Thank you. What we crave, Emotional Eating Summit. Be there. Well, that's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. This episode was brought to you by Cyto Detox. Please check it out at buycytonow.com. We'll be back next week and every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. We truly appreciate your support. You can always find us at CellularHealing.tv and please remember to spread the love by liking, subscribing, giving an iTunes review, and sharing the show with anyone you think may benefit from the information heard here. And as always, thanks for listening.